0: Hey everyone, Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Big 12 podcast. Today it is the 12th of December, 2022. On today's show, very serious topics to talk about. Uh, the news that Mike Leach has had a heart attack and is currently being treated in Jackson, Mississippi for that heart attack. And latest update on that and thoughts about Mike Leach, the legacy, the person that he is. Also, Chris Beard arrested for third degree felony assault right now. Still in jail as we're speaking. More on this situation. Uh, not one of these shows that I enjoy doing, but we've got to cover it today on locked on big 12. You are locked on big 12, your daily podcast on the big 12 conference, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day, Josh neighbors here, locked on big 12, Uh, subscribe to the channel you guys can do that by just if you're on this youtube channel just hit the subscribe notifications all those things follow us on twitter at lo big 12 you guys can find me at josh neighbors underscore as well and you guys can find the show wherever you get your podcast um i love doing this show i really do most days guys i am really fired up to be recording episodes of this show um today is not one of those days we're going to do two of these. All right. We're going to do two shows today on a Monday. There's two separate things we have to talk about. We'll talk about Mike Leach and his health situation. Talk about Chris Beard and the situation going on right him with his, right now with him and his arrest. Texas has a game tonight. Texas basketball plays Rice tonight. So that is an ongoing situation. And then we'll do a separate video discussing uh, Max Duggan finishing second in the Heisman Trophy. And then also the news that Oklahoma and Texas might be out of the Big 12 uh, by 20, at the end of 2024. That's some news that we got today from Brett McMurphy, and also Ross Dellinger chimed in on that. So we'll do that in a separate video. But going to take care of the serious stuff here in this video. And you know, I know we're a podcast, and like we you know like to have a lot of fun. I enjoy doing this show, but this is stuff that obviously we have to cover because it does have Big 12 impacts, um, and some of the stuff is life and death right now. I mean, it is for for Mike Leach not to be like you know overly. Uh, you know have to use that cliche, but I mean, Mike Leach right now, um, it was released today that Mike Leach suffered a massive heart attack on Sunday in Starkville. He was transferred to the University of Mississippi Medical Center in Jackson, where he's still being cared for. According to multiple sources, Leach collapsed in his home in Starkville, but did not receive medical attention for between 10 to 15 minutes. EMTs used a defibrillator to uh, deliver multiple shocks and restore a normal heart rhythm. After he was stabilized uh, at the county hospital, he was transported to UMCC by helicopter. Sources said two of his four children are already in Jackson with the other two en route right now. It appears, according to sources, that Leach may have suffered seizures with the possibility of brain damage. Sources said that the situation is dire and MSU and Leach uh, was in critical condition. Uh, MSU said Leach was in critical condition in a statement on Monday. They said, quote, Mississippi State University head football coach Mike Leach remains in critical condition at the University of Mississippi Medical Center in Jackson. The statement read, Mike's family is uh, with him and appreciates the overwhelming love, expressions, uh, and support as well from for the coach, but also requests that their family's privacy be respected at this time. That is the extent of information that MSU has available regarding Coach Leach's condition, and the university will make no other comment at this time. Um, this is obviously a really sad situation. Mike Leach is 61 years old. He is just five years older than my dad. He is obviously an SEC head coach at Mississippi State University. and um, beyond that, he is somebody that has had a massive impact on not just you know the schools that he has coached. Um, not just the big 12 conference, obviously during his time at Texas Tech. He, uh, not just college football either. I mean, a lot of what's happened in modern football, with the way offenses have changed. A lot of that can be, um, can be attributed to Mike Leach. And I know it's not what we're talking about here, but you know, I just gave you all the information. And now I'm going to give you guys my thoughts just about this thing. Cause, cause you know, we hear this information and all I can tell you all is that it sucks. And I'm talking to different people and I'm hearing generally the same thing about the situation. It is not good. It is, it is a very, very grim looking situation. Miracles do happen. So, um, you know, if you are somebody who believes in prayer, send those prayers along. If you believe in good vibes or good thoughts, send those along too. messages, appreciation, all of those things. Because obviously what's happening now transcends the game of football, um, you know, the sport. You know, he is being treated at the uh, University of Mississippi school system. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, Mississippi State head coach being treated, at the University of Mississippi school. Obviously, you know, it's everybody is rooting for Mike Leach right now. To get through this, um, and you know, he is also a character that is beloved. Um, you know, I think Alyssa Lang always has such a great rapport with him, it's such a you know, kind of cool relationship to see. Uh, Alyssa over the SEC network and also Sirius XM, the interviews he'll give you know, marital advice. And obviously, there was a video a few years ago where he talked about, um, you know, uh, which mascots would win in a fight if they had a battle royale, you know, which Pac 12 mascots would win and that kind of stuff. And just, you know, you saw his, uh, his cameo in Friday night lights, you know, coach Taylor, you know, you got, you got to swing your sword. You've lost your inner pirate. Yeah. You got your inner pirate back. Um, just a different kind of guy. He was truly a one of one and uh, a personality that we hope, we hope we pray, we you know, fingers crossed that we can get him back. Uh, you know uh, maybe not in the sport, but just get him back and, and keep him around and, and may he still live on in his family, you know, um, just rooting for them right now. And on the football side of things, guys, I mean, this is one of the guys, the way that we revere Gary Patterson and talk about the way that he kind of changed some of the, you know, how defenses worked and, you know, was able to turn TCU's defense into this awesome defense across a bunch of different conferences, <clears throat> excuse me, Mike Leach did the same for offense. Um, there are so many coaches from Lincoln Riley to Dana Holgerson, who have you, you've seen the outpouring of uh, you know of of love and whatnot from guys like Sonny Dykes to guys like Graham Harrell, guys who are coordinators, whatever it is. Mike Leach might not be the godfather of the air raid. I think a lot of people consider uh, you know they they consider um, Hal Mummy to be that guy, but Mike Leach is a um, you cannot overstate the impact that he has had on this sport and on offense and in college football. And, you know, a guy's a stubborn guy. And do I agree with everything Mike Leach always did? No, but you look at what he accomplished at Washington State, at Mississippi State, and then namely, at Texas Tech, you know, and the number of coaches who have gone off the tree, a number of guys that you hear always talk about Mike Gundy and what he did. I mean, there, you know, Mike Gundy, excuse me, uh, about Mike Leach and what he did. Uh, you know, there's, t- you know, from Sonny Cumbie to Graham Harrell, right. I mean, you know, we talked about Lincoln Riley to Cliff Kingsbury. I mean, we got all kinds of guys who come from these air raid trees, you know, Who have uh, and even if it's an air raid coach that wasn't on a staff with Mike Gundy, if you're running air raid stuff, guess where it came from? It came from Hal Mummy, It came from Mike Leach. These guys kind of brought this offense along and sure guys like lincoln riley have put their twist and their spin on the air raid right but um you know this is the guy who kind of started its core principles of the air raid and another thing too we have to mention about him as it pertains to the big 12 and his real big 12 tie he he set the standard at texas tech for what people at texas tech expect that program to be like 7 and 6 7 and 5 9 and 5 8 and 5 8 and 4 9 and 3 8 and 5 9 and 4 11 and 2 8 and 4 um, you know, in, in his, uh, in the, the time that he spent there, 84 and 43 uh, 43 is his record 47 and 33 during his time there in the big 12 conference. That was with Nebraska and Missouri and Colorado and A&M and Oklahoma and Texas. And a lot of people want Texas tech to get back to that standard. It's because he set that standard. He is an important person who made that happen. And you just talk about the figure that he is. You know, obviously, we're once again rooting for him, praying for him, sending those good vibes to him and his family right now. And it cannot be overstated the impact that he has had. Once again, besides saying the actual situation is awful and horrible, you know, I'm not going to add any more in terms of details. I don't have them. I can't confirm anything. Obviously, just a tough situation. So, what we can do is we can appreciate what Mike Gundy, Mike Gundy, Mike Leach did during his time all over the place. Right. I mean, goes to Washington state and you know, he wins, uh, you know, he goes nine and four, eight and five, nine and four, 11 and two. Right. Um, that's a place that's also very difficult to win was 55 and 47 there. And then he was an sec head coach. They went seven and six last year, eight and four this year. I mean, <clears throat> that's a difficult place to do it at, at Mississippi state. And once again, you know, not always a perfect guy, not always, you know, and we're not, not nobody is perfect. Um, And you might disagree with some of the stuff that he said over the course of time or the way that he's acted, but he has been a one of one when it comes to a personality, when it comes to somebody who is a pioneer plus personality and the way that he has just kind of been portrayed. I mean, he is truly, you know, we use the word unique too much, but he is a unique figure um, with his importance to offense and also who he is as kind of this, you know, this goofy, lovable guy who's got thoughts on everything under the sun from weddings to mascots and a battle royale, right? And um it's you know, it's a very difficult situation. Obviously, a very really important guy, you know, to the Big 12 to college football. I mean, the air raid guys is used, you know, those concepts are used at every single level of football. And this is a guy in Mike Leach who's coached all over the place. I mean, you know, from Cal Poly to College of the Desert to Iowa Wesley and to the Poori Bears that was like Finland or something. I think it was the Finland AFA, whatever association thing it was to Valdosta state, to Kentucky, to Oklahoma, to Texas tech, to Washington state, to Mississippi state. The guy has coached everywhere. He's done a whole lot of everything. And, um, We are really pulling for him and his family right now in this situation. And we we appreciate all of the contributions he's made to this conference, to the sport of football. It'd be a massive loss. We hope Coach Leach can pull through. I'm recording this right now at 1.42 p.m. Eastern time, so 12.42 Central time. Um, And as of right now, Mike Leach still fighting for his life uh, at this moment in time. Um, All right, so the second thing we have to talk about, and once again – I, I am not, I, I mean, this is not one of those shows where you, you're happy to have to do it, right? Um, this is not a situation where you're, you know, you're excited to to do one of these shows, but look, <clears throat> we have to, uh, this is what we have to do. And the next piece of news here, I'm going to read from Myron Medcalf and Jeff Porzello over at ESPN, Texas men's basketball coach, Chris Beard was arrested Monday morning on a felony domestic violence charge. Beard 49 is currently going through the booking process. At the Travis County Jail, according to Kristen uh, Kristen Dark, senior public information officer uh, for Travis County Sheriff, we got an update around an hour ago from Dana O'Neill. Uh, Dana says that Chris Beard right now is still uh, he is still at the Travis County Jail. Chris Beard is still in jail and will remain until pub uh, until probable cause affidavit is received. Has to appear before a judge within twenty four hours of arrest. So can be up until 4 a.m. Also, Texas has a game tonight. So just adding that piece of context. He's in our custody. I can confirm he is the person in our booking process. Beard was arrested by police and booked at 4:18 a.m. on a third-degree charge of quote assault of a family/slash household member, impede, uh, impede breath circulation or strangulation. Austin police told ESPN they received a disturbance hotshot call and officers were dispatched to the 1900 block of Vista Lane shortly after midnight Monday. The Austin Police Department's website defines a hotshot call as incidents which uh, which are in progress and are an immediate threat to life and or public safety. These calls are dispatched immediately. Beard's attorney, Perry Minton, told the Austin American statemen, statesman that Beard is 100% innocent of these charges. He says, quote, he should have never been arrested, Minton told the paper. The complainant wants him uh, wants him released immediately and all charges dismissed. It is truly inconceivable. Said the school in a statement, quote, the University of Texas is aware of a situation regarding Chris Beard. We are continuing to gather information and monitoring the legal process, end quote. Um, so that's the information that we have right now. All right, and... Uh, the number one thing we have to consider here is that we don't have all the facts, sure, but that family, uh, that the, the Beard family, the family that was there, whatever family members, whatever household members, we are thinking of them, we hope they are okay, we hope they are receiving medical attention, and we hope that they get the kind of help along that uh you know, throughout this process, the, the justice they deserve. We hope they get the closure they deserve. We hope they get the attention they deserve, the mental help, uh, health help they deserve, the physical help, health that they deserve. All of those kinds of things. That is what my mind immediately goes to. Okay, um, it is a really awful situation. Clearly, when you're dealing some, with things like this, that it's a threat to public safety is what they deem the hotshot call, uh, or you know, a threat to somebody's life this is an incredibly serious situation that we need to treat very, very seriously. All right. Information will continue to come out. We'll get more as we go along with the incident. Uh, but the family and the, the people involved are the first and foremost that we are thinking he's got three daughters. Um, and much sure what is not sure what his marital situation is at this point in time. Um, but you know, we don't know the significant other. We don't know if it's one of his kids. We don't know what the situation is. All right. But this is a really awful situation. Um, to hear that, that this kind of incident would occur. All right. that That's kind of where we are. It is not something that's easy to talk about. I'm 25 years old. Um, I've been, you know, in media, I guess, formally since I was 18 at the University of Missouri, kind of starting off there. And uh, as I've gone along, I've tried to take cues from certain folks about how to cover things like this. Obviously, getting the story correct is number one, right? So we need all the information before we make any kind of judgment. But I think the one thing we do understand that this is a very, very serious situation, all right? And it is evolving and, and we have to be open-minded is also the other thing. I think I think um, one thing that we do too often in the current sports climate is that sometimes we... Um, We think things are inconceivable because of the people that they've, you know, some of these figures have been built up to be. I think about the Joe Paterno situation, about the lack of accountability, because uh, we thought we perceived Joe Paterno to be some kind of person. And Joe would never do this. And people refused to kind of believe what was happening and didn't think it was Paterno's fault and whatnot. And You still see things like that happening now. You know, uh, I think about situations like Deshaun Watson, where he's been painted to be, you know, in the media, he's been painted to be this kind of person that was building houses, Habitat for Humanity, right? Because he himself grew up in a house built by Habitat for Humanity. He seemed like this amazing leader at Clemson, but it turns out, you know, he was doing very damaging things to people behind closed doors and uh, will never, he has not admitted it, but still, I mean, you have to look at what's been happening and they have to put him in a treatment program suspended by the NFL. They said he's making progress. Clearly something happened and uh, is not the image you know, Deshaun Watson. The image they painted for us is not the person that he actually was. Is whatever you want to say about this. Chris Beard has been portrayed throughout this process, and I, I have to say I'm I'm guilty of this too. The entire like his entire coaching rise as this very thoughtful, um, nice natured you know goodwill uh, individual who's doing the fireside chats and has very deep you know uh, conversations. And is somebody that players really like to play for. And uh, I think, I mean, he's got this pretty much unanimous approval rating across the board from everywhere, except for Lubbock, Texas, for leaving and going to Texas, to take the job. Right. And, you know, it was pretty clear that Chris Beard labeled over uh, labored over that decision, but we have to be careful when we do things like that, right? I mean, I, I think we have to be really careful about, especially, I don't know Chris Beard personally. And so I, I feel like, you know, the times I praised in the past should have been more thoughtful about what I'm saying. Not assuming that somebody has anything incorrect, but I mean, I think we have to be more careful. A lot of us don't know these folks. We we'll propping them up as some kind of person, uh, even if we, you know, if we don't know them to be that hundred percent, maybe we should be more careful of, right? Once again, innocent until proven guilty, Right? It's clearly a very serious situation. right now it's ongoing. Um, but it is something that we have to take extremely seriously. We have to approach with a very not I'm saying skeptical eye. I'm saying a very a deliberate eye so we understand what happened. We get all the facts. but this this kind of situation, guys, it is you can tell it is serious. You can tell it is serious. I hope we get all the information. I hope number one, before getting all the information, the people involved, get the kinds of help that they need, medical, justice-wise, mental health-wise, all of that stuff together. So we must monitor the situation very closely. We must be thoughtful about how we address it and how we you know, uh, make judgments upon all of the people involved in this. I'm not saying we shouldn't judge Chris Beard. I'm saying we need to be careful about how we make judgments about the defendants, about the family, about Chris Beard. Like We need to make sure that we approach this and give this thing time, but not a good situation. And um, I think uh, we should, you know, once again, like we should approach this in a way that is um, not open-minded, trying to find the words here really, but approach it with a very thoughtful, thoughtful approach, I guess is the word. Sorry, guys. It's it's, it's difficult to cover these things. Um, the one other thing is I don't think they should be playing their game tonight against Rice. I think they should cancel that game if possible. If they do play, This is very much secondary. I hope Texas fans go and support that team. Um, Those players and that coaching staff are probably dealing with a lot right now. And it is not of their own making. And if they make them play, it's upsetting and annoying and is not deserved. And I'm sure some of the guys want to play. Some of the guys don't want to play. Some guys might want to coach. Some guys don't want to coach. I hope Texas fans go and support that group for being made to go out there amongst a situation where the guy that we've held up as the leader of Texas basketball, you know, maybe apparently is not adhering to a lot of those values. And, and, you know, uh, these guys are doing with a lot with the information that they're receiving, with having to prepare for a game, having to go perform. It's not a situation I think they should put those young kids in and I hope that they don't play the game, but if they do, I hope they get some support tonight and those guys deserve it for having to go through this situation that is not of their making. That's my thoughts on that. We'll track both Mike Leach and the Chris Beard situation. Sorry, guys, I was not able to perfectly explain, you know, everything that's happening, all of my thoughts on it. But we have to just, you know, I'm doing the best I can. We have to address it, and it's, in, you know, both these situations, Mike Leach and Chris Beard, are extremely, extremely serious. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at lo Big Twelve. F- uh, follow the show at Josh Neighbors underscore. Find the podcast wherever you get your podcast, and on YouTube as well. Please subscribe. Um, all right, my friends, till next time, as always, stay safe. New video coming out as well about the Oklahoma and Texas news, as well as Max Duggan finishing second in the Heisman.